and welcome back to another episode of the Ideas Cafe podcast. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. We're delighted to have you along, and please consider helping us grow by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. We are relentlessly curious about the human condition, and we enjoy cultivating conversations of unhurried intimacy, but don't let that frighten you away. We three are part of a team of collaborators called theideascafe.com, where we hope to inspire, inform, and invite you to consider the big ideas. Paul, John, and Aaron here. You're not going to believe what's on John Belbeck's mind today. Johnny, over to you, because I don't want to be held responsible for what gets said next. Well, I can't even believe that I'm saying this. I can't even believe that I did this. But um, if you... I'm telling you right now, if you... If you look at what's available on your television for Christmas movies, it is shocking how many there are. My daughter, my daughter came home yesterday and she said, Dad, why don't we watch a Christmas movie? And I said, you know what? I'll take a break and do that. That sounds fun. Let's watch. Like, so I was imagining, you know, we ended up watching, watching uh, Mr. Bean's Christmas, not even a Christmas movie. But so we go on to the television to Roger's Ignite or whatever it is and I just say Christmas movies into the little microphone and up come I'm not kidding dozens and dozens of rows of Hallmark style Christmas movies like dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of these things and they've all got names like you know Chalet Christmas and Snowflakes in Love and Colorado, you know, Christmas Eve. And every one of them has the guy in like a tacky green, stupid Christmas sweater or a tacky red one. And she's wearing a green one. And they are, it's like someone has played a practical joke on you because every one of them, the, the covers all look the same. Yes. And there's, I'm telling you, rows upon rows upon rows of these things. And I'm not sure who watches them, but clearly there are a lot of people watching them. Because they're getting made. John, and They're not John, getting made for free. John, do you know something? Can I tell you a secret? Yeah. Aaron, close your ears, right? You know, Aaron works for Hallmark, right? <laughs> Aaron is Hallmark. Well, I, actually, like- uh, I actually have a friend who writes Hallmark movies. Is that for real? Yeah, yeah. She's from Peterborough. She's written uh, two, uh, three, four. Well, no, no, Aaron. She, I'm dead serious. She, she, no, she's like the Christmas cake. There's actually only one Christmas cake. It just keeps getting handed <laughs> yes. around. She's only written one Hallmark movie. That's it just true. was made into four. I, I knew a designer <laughs> that did uh, book covers for like... Romance novels? Oh, yeah, romance novels. Yeah, I was on and those. So you do one, yeah. I was the model for most, the, long, the guy with the long hair. Yeah, yeah, you got your haircut. So anyway, I, I, did you guys know this? I didn't know until last night that there are literally hundreds of Hallmark movies in seemingly all the same basic story. Well, and John, what's your point? What's your point? Well, I don't know what my point is. That I guess what I'm curious about is, is, is it's not a joke. Obviously, it's being done for a purpose. Um, my, but money. these things are being <laughs> these things are being kicked out. So, what does that say? Like, who's watching them? Is it is it is it young women? Is it? Older hey, couples? Hey, Is hey, it hey, older do, couples? Wh- wh- why do we have to stereotype? Why do we have to stereotype? <laughs> well, I'm asking a question. I'm not stereotyping. I'm <laughs> why can, why can't we just say? I'll tell. I'll tell you who's watching. Yeah. People who are looking for hope and predictability. People who are looking for love. Yeah. Are looking for happy endings. Yeah. You know, and that's why these this style of movie thrives. And people who it, don't want salacious 
content, people who don't want over-the-top yeah. violence, gratuitous yeah. sexuality. Just a nice, story. Just a nice, you know, just a nice story. Saturday There's, afternoon story, John. Yeah, but okay. But they're I'm, safe. Every guy I know who might want meaning and hope in life, they're watching football. They're not watching Christmas in <laughs> Chalet, Christmas, Colorado. Vermont. No, Vermont. Vermont's mistletoe. Don't you, think, don't you think Vermont is a good word for a Hallmark movie, though? Like, just the word Vermont. Vermont. It's, it's, it reeks. I like Vermont mistletoe. <laughs> anyway, I, I Ask just, us a question, John. Come on, do something. Well, You're no, four I, minutes into this, and you've not said one I, 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 thing. It's an observation. It's not a criticism. Aaron has maybe cut to the heart of it that people, <laughs> without stereotyping, people, probably a large degree of them women, oh. are watching these innocent, <clears throat> hopeful, um, hearkening back to a, uh, or hearkening to a simple time mm-hmm. where we, don't, we forget about the problems of the world for a few minutes, and we have a nice story. And maybe they watch John, it with their kids. I, John, I don't when, know. A, when a woman loses her husband yeah. and she has a farm yeah. and she's got chitlins running around and, and then a handyman shows up and... <laughs> Where are we going with this? And, and rescues her, John. You can see the love emerging right there. And I you don't know, think that's a Hallmark movie. It is a Hallmark movie. <laughs> it's, it's every Hallmark movie that's ever been. There's a, there's a handyman guy, right. and he's strong, and, yeah. and all of a sudden off goes his shirt... While he's outside working hard, and the girls' hearts flutter, and I hate them. My, you know, the, my the, wife the mechanism, wouldn't. the mechanism for Hallmark films is very similar to the mechanism for faith-based films, right? Interesting. Yeah, there's a mechanism that just makes it work. There's someone who's struggling; they, they overcome the crisis, and in the end, whatever. There's this great parody, uh, a new movie that's out. It's called um, it's called Faith-Based, actually, and it's a parody of faith-based films. And there's this great scene where they're in this office these two guys are trying to make some money and they think let's make a faith-based film why not they suck it can't be that hard <laughs> so, the, so they, they they go to this office of this company that distributes faith-based films and so the guy looks at this um uh, uh big wig in this uh film production company and they say listen why do all faith-based films uh, have to be bad and she said listen they don't have to be bad they just don't have to be good. I love that. I love that. And it, it, it's the same with a lot of Hallmark movies. It's not that the, they don't have to be bad. They just don't have to be good. They just have to have the right recipe of things. Because you've and got, people you've got such it. a wanting and willing audience that they're delighted. They're like a, they're like a, a group of of faithful followers and fans sure. that are happy for what comes out of it. But and that's, you, and that's the, like YouTube channels. That's like YouTube but, channels but, with okay, crappy, but, crappy content. It doesn't matter how crappy it is. John, they love the person and what you're talking about, they watch it. But John, isn't, there, isn't there something to be said that modern entertainment <clears throat> has pushed the, the lines and the envelopes so far yeah. that now we look at these stories that are wholesome Yes, and, and now you mock them openly because they're wholesome. Basically, John, if there were gun-toting yeah, gangsters, um, gangsters yeah. whores, right. you'd love them. Yeah. But, but no, instead, you, you, rail, you rail against these wholesome movies, John. It's a great point. You're the problem, actually, John. Okay, but hang on for a second. Wholesome movies or wholesome stories can be made outside of red and green sweaters and Vermont mistletoe. Like it, it, okay, so here's a question for the both of you then. I just didn't know that there was this kind of craving, sure. clearly, 
for these, and maybe that's it. Maybe it's a reactionary swing away from all the dysfunction and darkness that is typically the goal for all entertainment uh, on Netflix, you know, wherever it is. Maybe, so maybe this is a reactionary swing, a pendulum swing uh, from that where it's like, give me something simple and innocent. Give me something. It's also, it's also COVID, right? Here we are at the end of a terrible year and Hallmark movies for so many people are nostalgic. Ah, it's the way point. it's the way our Christmas season begins. We start watching these these movies that kind of they're all filled with cliche and nostalgia. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they're all formulas, and you're like, okay, they're all predictable. We know exactly what's going to happen, right? The two coworkers playing, you know, they end up in Vermont um, because <laughs> yeah. of a storm Under the and. It was, as soon as you see the the inn owner's got this white beard, you're like, okay, I know what's going to happen. And you kind of, you can't There's look away. There's a predictability, like a tra- though. There's a predictability. Well, there is. But it's like, to it. Yeah. It's like a train wreck. You can't look away. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't want to watch, but you can't look away. No, but you okay, I'm going to make something. a bold, I'm going to make a bold statement. This is why religion sucks. What do you mean? Uh, I don't that, get that, it. that won't get anyone angry. <laughs> No, it's, think about it. That won't, get, that won't get anyone angry or predict, threatened. Predictability, these, these templated stories that are driving John nuts. And Aaron, he even threw the word in out. <laughs> I imagine that's, that's, Aaron, that's a subconscious effort to reclaim the story of the virgin birth in Nazareth somewhere, an innkeeper. I, I just think we've, we're, actually, I'm going somewhere with this. John, Aaron, I think this is why messaging in religion has just bored people to tears. Same old cliche storyline, darkness, light, victor, triumph, yada, 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 bore me to tears. (laughs) Show me me with some weapons. (laughs) I, I, I completely disagree. Otherwise, why would... High liturgical churches um, still exist after 2,000 years where you go and the service is completely predictable. You're listening to the Ideas Cafe podcast. Got a question, comment, or topic you'd enjoy hearing us riff on? Email us at ideas at theideascafe.com. That's ideas at theideascafe.com. And don't forget to share and subscribe. Now, back to the conversation. Yeah. Show me, I, a, I, show me with some weapons. I, I, I completely disagree. Otherwise, why would high liturgical churches um, still exist after 2,000 years where you go and the service is completely predictable? Because um, yeah, some people crave that. Some I thought people you're making crave the, that. Yes, I thought you were making the opposite, opposite point that, that this is still has, that, that faith, in its various forms, has a great appeal to people because of this return to something consistent and predictable. And that's why, you know, it's, I, I don't know, maybe that's it. Look, at guys, I didn't want to get this deep. All I was saying is I, I just was shocked to see this. I wondered who watched it. You know, my daughter said something the other day, though, and I think that maybe this idea of comfort, going for something that is predictable and there's a comfort in knowing what happens next, et cetera, as opposed to this kind of year that we're in. And, you know, she said something to me the other day. She was watching a program with her friends or a video or a movie, and it showed people walking through a mall and laughing together and hugging, and she got immensely sad. 
because she thought, I wonder if I'll ever be able to do mm-hmm. that again in any real way. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, like, I'm like, you know, I kind of, I didn't brush it off because I thought, because my, my tendency as a father is to say, to calm her, to help her realize, mm-hmm. you know, the broad picture here and that, you know, there's vaccines coming, there are, you know, this is not the first time this will happen, it's not the end. But I started thinking about what a tough thought that must be for a young woman, um, for anyone. John, do you know why teenagers go to the mall? Aaron? Why? Aaron, do you know why teenagers go to the mall? Because they don't want to miss what they know is not going to happen. (laughs) They don't want to miss what they know is not not going to happen. happen. Okay, Aaron, (laughs) I think John has dovetailed into something you spoke about over the weekend um, about, about... thinking and how you're thinking and tie tie this back to peace, Aaron. Remember how you spoke on the weekend about peace? Make me feel better, Aaron. You don't? You don't recall? I I, I was trying to make the connection. I do recall, but I'm not making the connection. Well, there's something that, there's something here that clearly at the root of it, a Hallmark movie, I'm craving peace. A Hallmark movie is think on these things, think on whatever's good, just wholesome of good report. Oh, I see. Think on that thing. And and that's the peace. Well, you know, I think too that it's like you know when you watch a movie you've already seen. Well, yeah, I do it all. Yeah, I do too because do. sometimes sometimes watching it the second and third time is actually it's better because better. you can you can focus on different things and nuances. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. and I, I I think Hallmark Hallmark has cap cap uh, has um, cashed in on the idea that people watch a Hallmark movie and they already know what's going to happen and it's familiar, but it's like watching another movie you've already seen. And we, we like that. We want to be reminded again that love will win here. We want to be reminded that yeah. good things happen in tragedies, even if it's predictable. Hey, who doesn't want kind of a bit of a predictable life? You know, um, anyone who's had an unpredictable life for any period of time will realize I just want some routines. I just want something to be predictable. Mm-hmm. It's like this year of COVID. We just want some sense of normalcy again. A Hallmark movie is nothing but normalcy. You know, I wish you know? I wish that Hallmark had influenced the ending of a movie that was brilliant and brilliant acting um, with with um, Mickey Rourke. It's called The Wrestler, and you know the the movie was brilliant, um, but it broke my heart at the end, and I'll never watch it again. I'll never watch it again, even though it was a an enormously brilliant display of acting and writing. I I I I didn't. I, I couldn't have him die at the end. I couldn't. I couldn't have him die and have his daughter lost and broken in her life again. And that's what they did to me. And I just needed a bit of hallmark there. Because if, if, it's funny. Had they given me some peace and mm-hmm. hope at the end that a father would change his ways, beat his struggles, and be reunited with his daughter, mm-hmm. who he truly loved, I would have watched that movie over and over again. And I never will watch it again in my whole life because of that. Because mm, of it. Interesting. Of that. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's all. So interesting. John, conclude an idea here. Like y- you raised Hallmark, and then and then and then I took us for a, a left turn into religion. <laughs> you know, religion equaling Hallmark movies. Yes. And and I think you guys know what I meant by that. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I I actually think that the creative intelligence that goes into most communicating efforts or communication efforts from organizations that are faith-based. It's not, the, the, the bar is not very high, is what I'm saying. 
And that's kind of what I was, I, I guess I was disparaging it. And yet maybe more than anything, I'm lamenting it. Because I think we have a way to communicate what's important to us, whether it be religion or, or anything. Mm-hmm. We have a way to communicate. And if we used um, <clears throat> some more intelligence, maybe we'd have, a, we'd have more impact. But what, what, what's, your actual, what's your actual thought, your takeaway on? Well, my takeaway from this has been that, you know, it, it's, it's the, yes. You could say the reason, John, is very simple, that there are so many of those green and red sweaters on that menu on Netflix or on, uh, on, on your television guide. But the, the reality is, it's, yes, it's being done for money, but it's being done for money because they know people watch it. Why are people watching it? And, 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 and it's probably fair to say that for a whole bunch of reasons, COVID, Christmas, life in general and its ebbs and flows and pain and pleasure that people do look for comfort and predictability to some extent and peace and it brings him it brings them that so, so you know what they, they they the people who love watching those movies have every right to say john why do you have you know the thursday night football on for 3 hours when there's nothing in it there's nothing. It's empty. Okay. It, who cares if the ball makes it across the line? It's, it's equally valid for them to say that. And yet, in that, I find some level of comfort and distraction from the stresses of life. And so let me ask you both a question. Yeah. How are you a Hallmark movie to other people? What peace, what comfort, what predictability for good are you in the lives of people around you? Because if you've made the case that this is what people crave... People crave, especially in some years like 2020, um, peace, comfort, community, connection. How are you being that for other people? Right. I think the people watch those movies, they know that they're made in a certain way and that they have that. They they realize that. Don't pivot, John. How are you personally being a Hallmark movie for other people? Because I'm really uncomfortable with the question. I know you are. But but I think what what people are drawn to is what I stated earlier. So if you're saying by saying that very uncomfortably worded question, uh, how are you bringing comfort or peace or, you know, light or whatever into into someone's life then uh that to me is a a challenge and a and a a go for i mean i try to do it through conversation through encouragement through uh brightening someone's day i try to do that every day um some days are better than others but um i think more so it's a it's a challenge going forward how can i respond to people's innate desire to have something consistent in their experience day to day. Um, so it's a good challenge. On Tuesday, November 10th at 7.28 p.m., I received a text from a gentleman who shall remain nameless, but he lives in a town two hours east of here called Peterborough. And the text was simply this, Hey, Paul, how have you been? That was a hallmark moment for me. I needed somebody to check in on me. I'm often the person who checks in on other people. And I want to tell you that that 
six-word Hallmark film brought a lot of peace and comfort to me. Beautiful. And significantly less tacky. <laughs> and I don't think Aaron was wearing a green sweater. By the way, it was Aaron who sent me the text. Oh, that's nice. Uh, you know, I think, I think a great question to ask ourselves, um, it, thinking about that text, is what is your Hallmark movie? If we know that Hallmark is a formula that makes us feel safe, that makes us feel hope again, what is your Hallmark movie? Because for me, it isn't a Hallmark movie. But what it is, is maybe, you know, um, coffee with a friend or the smell of, the smell of Christmas, you know, the smell of evergreen, the smell of gingerbread cookies baking, the sound of my children, you know, enjoying each other. Mm-hmm. That's Hallmark for me. And we all want that, right? Especially at Christmas. Yeah. Well said, Aaron. And um, shout out to uh, you two gents for me because in many ways you, are guy, you guys are Hallmark moments for me because I don't have need for a lot of things, but I do... I do need to know that I matter in the lives of a handful of people. And you guys do that on a regular basis. Aaron, you more than John, because John's, you know, he's busy. He's busy being angry at the TV screen raising as he flips through the Hallmark movie listing. But friends, thanks so much for joining us at the Ideas Cafe podcast. What's your Hallmark movie? And uh, how about the people in your own lives? Maybe people closest to you, maybe neighbors. Um, What do they need that you can bring to them? Have a wonderful day. And that's a wrap for this installment of the Ideas Cafe podcast. We are so grateful that you've joined us. Remember to share and subscribe so you and your friends don't miss another episode. Be well, and remember to stay in the conversation.